0: I'm curious if you could talk a little bit about your experiences of growing up uh, during the 1990s, uh, the extent to which 9/11 was or was not a turning point for you. I I realize you were both in your in your adolescence then, Uh, but yeah, if you could talk a little bit about your childhood and upbringing in the 1990s, just to kind of situate us and, and perhaps talk about some of the formative experiences that launched you. Uh, towards your your both of your interests and activities today, uh, maybe um, perhaps uh, Pashtana, if you could uh, begin. I think it's going to sound very funny. <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> I was born in the end of ninety seven, so it's very, it's going to be very funny that I didn't actually <laughs> live in the nineties, and when I was done. Like by the 9-11, that was the first thing that I remember about world politics or something like that. So I have to be very honest with you. And the second thing is um, the fact that last year, this month, Professor Rahimi was actually mentoring me. So he's my professor, just so you guys should know. And um, I'm his mentee. He has mentored me for quite some time. So... Coming back to the 90s, I'm going to be honest, I was a young kid going here and there, uh, but uh, on a serious note, I was born in a refugee camp near Quetta, which is very near the southern border of Afghanistan, and it's the same ethnic region, and uh, we basically grew up in our own community, so it was little Afghanistan uh, within the Pashtun region of Pakistan. And apart from that, uh, I do remember um, going about our lives. Honestly, I didn't know what the world held or what it was. I just thought we, this is where we belong and this is our life. So I cannot add further to it. But when it comes to 9 11, Uh, I do remember one thing, because we were the only house with the TV, and uh, when 9-11 happened, my uncles, two uncles, were visiting from Canada, and they had fled uh, Soviet Afghanistan in the 80s, and um, they were visiting, so they were the ones who knew all the posh English, and they could talk in their English and stuff. We didn't understand English at all. My father was uh, (laughs) a mediocre English speaker, so, uh, so... They were the ones who were very, very um, shocked by the fact that Taliban have actually... Uh, at that point, we didn't even know that they were Taliban. All I remember is like on that old TV of ours, the, those giant TVs, I don't know if you guys remember, those giant TVs with the greeny screens. All I remember was two towers uh, getting like, you know, um, attacked and then all the smoke coming out of it. And everyone in our village was packed in that tiny room we were um, but everyone was watching it. And everyone was shocked that this is happening to America. And post that, I do, of course, our lives for us changed. Um, I was very dear to my father. So all I remember is like, you know, being uh, his favorite child. And I still like to remember my sibling space. Um, but one thing I remember is the fact that my father had to leave A lot of Americans started arriving in our house post 9-11. A lot of them were uh, actually taken from our house into the Afghan region. Uh, I remember my father bringing in this Afghan US military person and his name was Charles and uh, he gave me a coin actually. So these are post 2001 uh, Mm. um, uh, insights that I'm giving you. And um, my father, along with other people from our district and the whole tribe, were actually the ones who actually start, uh, went back post uh, the 9-11. And with the help of the Afghan, uh, the U.S. military and the B-52s, if you remember, they were actually able to deflect the Taliban or like, you know, break them. And uh, by the time they reached Kandar, they opened and like, you know, Open the prisons and uh, like, you know, let all the people out. And my other uncle was actually held in that prison. So he was about to be executed on the next Friday, but he was actually be able to save. And he went on to become the deputy NDS in India's chief. Um, so yeah, that has been my life. But all I remember from that segment of my life is the fact that my father used to go every Saturday and used to come only on Fridays and just live that one day with us and then go again. I remember specifically my father being missing for seven days because, uh, he was in uh, in a bombing and he was like, uh, his office was the passport office where people would come and get across into Afghanistan and the U.S. and all these kinds of from the southern border would go into Afghanistan. So one was Torham, but the other was a spin Like and my father was leading it. And um, all I remember was the fact that the Taliban attacked it in the middle of the night and he went missing for seven days. And then I remember on BBC, my mom was listening to BBC and all of a sudden the name of my father was taken that he has been, uh like you know he's he's martyred in the this process and for seven days we thought he's dead but later on he comes back he's all bandages and everything and um, he goes again so it was a different life i'm gonna be honest it was a very different life um we never we had never interacted with white people other than the fact that my uncle was married to one white Mm -hmm. woman but we never interacted with white people and all of a sudden